Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, welcome back into the Nick Bob Podcast. This is part one of the 2022 Husker football season preview. Bo Rude joins me, and this was a ton of fun. On this pod, we quickly discuss the captains that were announced for the Nebraska football team, and then we go through the schedule, man, game by game, and we make our predictions on each game. And on this pod, again, part one, we're going to go through the first six games on the schedule. So Northwestern, in Ireland, then North Dakota, Georgia Southern, Oklahoma, Indiana, and at Rutgers. All on deck here in part one. So let's get to it. Here's part one of the 2022 Husker football season preview. Enjoy. Oh, it, is, it just feels so good. This feels great. This feels good. It feels good. It is here. We are taping this. It is Monday, August 22nd in... Five days? Five days, pretty much? Five. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yep. It is... It is here. It is here. It is finally here. The long wait is over. Could you kind of feel it? Like, I've always said, there's a, there's a feeling in the air on, for sure, Saturday mornings of a Husker game day, but even, like, when I got out of bed this week, like, the fact that it's game week, I had a little pep to my step. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this weekend. I, I couldn't, like... It's hard to imagine like it's game week is right. here, but yeah, I mean, there's, I think you get the, I always say that there's a smell of grass or something yeah. late July, August that you smell when you're walking around outside, you go, oh, it's football, it's football season, yes. it's beginning camp, all that, but it is so weird that it's like, this is game week, it's a it week is. early, we've never had this. Right, um, I know, it, it's it's exciting though, but, 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 and kind of just on that point, like, We've kind of poo-pooed this just because, you know, we, we haven't won and we're just all we care about is can we win one game? But the reality is, like, the whole country is going to be watching yes. Nebraska. Right. There's going to be a lot of eyeballs. I mean, foot, on, this, is, I mean foot, this is the start of football season. Right. We get the I, I want to say the other Illinois and Wyoming play this week, too. So Illinois is playing. But Nebraska, you have a Big Ten conference game. Yeah. Going down, there's going to be a lot of people watching this game. A lot of eyeballs. It's the Ireland thing. I mean, it's oh. it's 11, I think it's 11.30. 11.30, baby. So, I mean, trust me, there's a lot of people itching for college football. Yes. We, God, if we can, like, I'm there pumped. you go. I'm hey. pumped. So, official prediction. No, let's just. Get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> God dang it. So, this is official season prediction. We're going to go yep. game by game. We're going to pick every game. Obviously, into the final record. Yeah. Uh, Real quick before we get started, can, the captains were announced. I just want to like bounce two thing, two or three things off here real quick. Okay. So captains announced the ultimate warrior, Garrett Nelson. That was a given. Yes, Nick Henrich, Mister Omaha Burke, Barrett Roots guy. Yeah, surpri- a little bit, little surprising because he's younger. He's a younger guy. 
But he's graduated. Yeah, that's three years. What's good. with these people graduating in three? Like, these guys go to class. Your boy was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I they were taking like, uh, some of the classes we were taking. I took a class at Kansas. called. It truly was called Life Skills. My first summer at Kansas, and I'm not lying when I when I tell you one of the questions on the test was before a test, it was multiple choice. You should, and it was like A, study, B, <laughs> go to a party, C, like I swear, like Kansas, I think fudged some things, and they're like, we need to like make it. We and it need was an all, A. I mean, we it was, need an A for a lot of people. We need an A for a lot of guys to get G- it rolling. Collective GPA needs yes, to go up. Rise it up. Let's a little make bit. a new class. That's what needs to happen here. But yeah, these dudes are. But but what's weird though was I remember asking Barrett about Henrich and Barrett raved about him. Like was basically said he's like I don't want to say he has a favorite, but he was like all to, like he's the best. He's, he's the character, he's the team guy. Like he is the guy that you put on any team in the country and your team right. gets better. Because right. he's he's a um he's a he's a football guy, right? So he loves football. He plays hard. He studies. He knows the game, and he loves being out there. So, like, he's—they always called these are like people who are infectious, right? His energy, his enthusiasm. Like, you can't be on his team and not be like, okay, this is we all like we all have to play a little harder and right. work a because he's this into it. Right? Yeah, because there's a lot of different ways to be a captain. You can be the vocal guy. You can be just really good. You yeah. can be a lead by example guy. You can be uh, just a guy that people rally around. Yeah, you know. I, because Barrett made it sound like Barrett's line to me was he goes I don't even have to yell at him. No, he goes if he makes a mistake, he knows. He yeah. he he knows. And Barrett's just like Barrett almost he was like I almost just go like wow really yeah. And Henry's <laughs> like God oh 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 God like he knows. But why you were a captain? Why do you think you? What do you think it was about you? I think that's it for me. It just uh, to don't know. don't be humble for a second. Like, what do you? Because I, I was. I mean, I played with him my whole life, so I, I mean, would know what it would be probably. Like, you. Uh, I think because you, you're. You, you, I would say you're more of a lead by example guy than you're never going to get in front of the team and being like, "We got four quarters for the rest of our lives." To yeah. tell you're not one of those I'm guys. Not Mr. At all. Speech. I'm not Mr. Speech, but but uh, you are. You are. I'm Mr. Prepared. I'll you're prepared always prepared. You're very dependable. Everyone can count on you. Yes. You're an everyday guy. You also are likable. Like I think there's a guys. I would have to imagine everybody on the team. It's not necessarily a popularity contest because there's a difference between being popular and being popular and a leader. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. You, you and you're be, a popular yeah. leader. Yes, you can't be popular goof off. Yes, uh, that doesn't usually work with with because you're not that. Being, yeah, I mean, not within the concept. Yeah, uh, the context of a team, but like you know, but like you, like you were, you're always a guy that kept it really light. But you were always a captain too because yes. you were always very, very. Like serious about the game too. Yes. Like I think you can be both like a guy that gets along with people and has fun, but like when it comes to the game, you're serious. Yes. And I think that's the 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 mechanism that I always go like, you can't be you can be goofy around the team, 
but you can't be goofy and then not serious about practice and preparation. Yes. And you can be really good. I just don't think you got to be serious about the game. Too. Yes. And so I think that's probably where I, you know, me and you are both very similar in that. Like, like we balance each other well. We're gonna have like, fun because I would give a speech. I was that guy that would maybe stand up for football, basketball. I didn't really didn't give speeches. Football, no, football yeah. more lends itself to basketball. Doesn't really lend itself to player speeches. No, not football, as much. football's. Foot, more football there's, there's a lot of like uh, moments where everybody's like catch a knee and you well, know i mean it's like it's you know it's like that's why before games everybody's praying like yeah. you're wa- like you are nervous that yeah. you're gonna get hurt like there's a lot of fear in football you're it takes a lot of courage and in those moments like that's where the people that are that that i think step up to try to like inspire others isn't like, that funny okay, yeah i so, think it's foot- like a courage thing football is the only sport i shouldn't say the only sport Maybe it is where like a sp- like speeches matter. Spe- like I don't yeah. think baseball. Like I can't think like Joe Torre was like, all right, guys, turn two, huh? What are we gonna do out there? Like I don't, I don't know what you would even. I I think yeah, basketball. Was- you know, Coach Self would have a little something something, but like football's yeah. more because it's there's there's only a few games, and like I said, you're putting your. You're putting your body on the line. Yes. It's like you might be going against like, you know, it's like today you're going to go against Jonathan Ogden. And you're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you need Nick Bach and be like, guys, it doesn't matter if it's Ogden or if it's a little mouse. You got to play hard. You know, like you want to be like, but you're going to get smashed. You're going to get yeah. killed, aren't you? <laughs> That's the idea. It's like you might get smashed. Yes. But you got to be willing to go do it. And I, so I got to assume Henrich isn't that guy for the captains. I bet Garrett Nelson is. I bet you Nelson's. He's vocal. I bet he's yes. Vocal. The, so and then I I think the most exciting guy to be named ca- captain is Caleb Tanner. Like that's exciting to me. Yeah. That bodes well for the season. To yeah. Me. So two years ago, I mean, he was almost a write off. Like, yes. Because he was a he was their number one get for recruits. Him right. and Adrian Martinez coming out of 2018. It was Caleb Tanner and Martinez. It's like look at the guys we just got. Um. And the Tanner just sort of became a guy that was like a non Frost even said it real quick. Frost said it at the press conference yesterday. He was like, if you could have seen where Caleb was when he got here and even a couple of years ago, like he was that guy that I think was missing class, not doing the right thing. Now he's a captain. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge that's a huge turn. And I think it's it's only positive for the outlook of this team that like you got Mathis and Nelson and Tanner is a captain now, which tells you like he'll be on the field and you know, I think when you take on that responsibility, like you are all in. That yes. means you should. Like it tells me where he is more than anything. It's like I know we got one more guy that's a player now. I love it. That will come in and, and do what he needs to do. The Nick Bob Podcast is powered by Runza. You know, there are a lot of ways to to greet someone. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? Another way is what's popping. Well, here's the thing: that greeting has taken on a new meaning now because the answer to what's popping is now Runza's new popcorn chicken. That's what's popping. Runza's new popcorn chicken is amazing. Little bite-sized, delicious, all-white meat chicken that make any day better immediately. I love them. My wife loves them. My kids cannot get enough. Two-year-old Mac, six-year-old Mava are constantly wanting to get it popping. Great for a snack, great for a meal. Pair them with the best crinkle fries on planet Earth, and you are set. All I got to say 
is you need to get out to a Runza location nearest you and get it popping. What's so hard to understand about that? Get it popping with Runza's all-new popcorn chicken. Runza makes it all better. And then we got the, you want Captain Vokalek? I will lead your, my fellow comrades, I lead you to Dublin and we take victory and come back to America. I would be honored to be captain. <laughs> Very both, big honor. I don't, I have, I have created such a ridiculous character that I don't even know what he's actually like. I never heard him talk. I him. haven't either. They probably I don't, don't let him talk. I, yeah, like, 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 God, Let's just assume he does sound like Steve that. Sipple, I read your <laughs> article. I don't I understand. Crush, I crush you, Sip. I will crush you like little bug. You recommend Denny's, <laughs> and I didn't like it. Yeah, Why you do that to Vokalek? No vodka at Denny's. No vodka at the Denny's. I didn't like it. But I, I just did. So... All the captains are exciting. It's three on defense, one on offense. Yep. Um, makes sense given the continuity on that side of the ball and the newness on the other side of the ball. That makes sense to me. I don't think you can... We got the hired gun. The offense has hired guns right now. Right. So I, I think that makes sense. Um, Anything with the fact that it's not Casey? It's it, hard when it's you hard. come in. It's hard. Sometimes you get, you know, the, the, the transfer quarterback gets named captain, but... Um, like I say, I I think these are guys that are hired guns. They they they're still finding their their yeah. feet in the team. You know, I think he was probably clearly going to be the, the the quarterback, but like you know, it's only he's been named starter for like what four days. And, you know, and, I mean, so. he ju- and he just got. I mean, he just got here. He just got like here. it's hard. All those other guys have been here. Yeah, he and he like I think his leadership will come like when the game starts, and if he's got the goods and he starts yeah. winning ball games. People will follow him. Yeah, for the, for, I don't want to make sure people know. I don't think it's like pff, code red. He's not a captain. No. I, I don't think that at all. But I just think you oftentimes think your quarterback is a captain. But like Tommy Armstrong wasn't a captain. Uh, who was was it? Kirk Cousins, I think. At no, not Kirk Cousins. There was some Michigan State quarterback that wasn't a, a captain. That oh, was, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, he was the guy after oh, Cousins. What was his name? Guy, he was. I know it. Oh, uh, you know I'm talking about. Yeah, though. Yeah. You know I'm. He was, was like 2015. Yes. Um, yeah, that oh was a big... God. That's going to drive me crazy. Because he was a senior that year, I think, yes. too. Yes, so it was kind of like, he's not a captain? Like, yeah. really? God, you know? I know, this. I know this That's going to drive me crazy. Uh, but uh, it, it makes sense, given the landscape of the team, given the, you know, the, the fact that you have a ton of transfers, you have, especially on the offensive side of the ball, as we both buy time to try to look up who the quarterback was... The quarterback in that Connor Cook. There Gosh. we go, Connor. I beat you to it. That's it for me. That's it for the podcast. Dang it, Connor Cook wasn't a captain. So no, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, I think it's hard when you just come in. Uh, That's a good. It's a good sign that they didn't have to do that. No, in my in my mind, that like the fact that we had four other guys that people like we go. We got that means we have more leaders than I would have thought. Totally. Um, okay, we ready to do it. We're ready. We're ready. 2022, year five, Scott Frost, Husker season prediction begins now. Game one, Northwestern, this Saturday in Dublin, Ireland. Quick little synopsis. We all remember last year's game. It was the most, it was an ass kicking, 56 to seven. Uh, Northwestern had a really bad year. They were three and nine. They lost their last six games in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you look at, at this game, though, it kind of seems like 
Pat, Pat Fitzgerald is kind of known for bounce back seasons, which makes yeah. me a little nervous. Like he's he's had like some major dips and then some really good years. So if there's any if there's a if there's a coach that could have a shitty year and then follow it up with a good year, it's probably Fitz. Um, but to me, this game is is mainly about Nebraska. Like, yeah, game one, five new coaches, brand new offense, brand new play caller, a bunch of transfers. Um, all new specialists, by the way, you know, like Northwestern last year was really bad against the run 119th rush defense in the country. They were even worse on offense. They were the 125th scoring offense in the country at six. They averaged 16 points per game. Think about that. That's, 16 points per game. That's really bad. Um, Northwestern. Yeah. They, they're kind of a unique school in the sense of like, they are like a, it's a very, you know, top end like academic yes. school so i think that that hurts them you know to, to consistently be you know on the cutting edge of recruiting and, and getting the best talent just because it's like you got to have smart dudes to get in yes right? um so they typically are like you said they'll go you know down year or two then an up year or two and usually it depends on you know getting the right group of guys then that get to be in the program for a few years a little and continuity going yeah so i i think two years ago the 2020 season people were like blown away like oh northwestern just came out and stole the west right, right. but they had i think two four-year starters at linebacker they had a couple i think a, a tackle and a in a corner that were really good nfl guys um you know like they had like some really good pieces but just veteran dudes right right and i think that's the uh, that's when Fitzgerald's at his best. That's what he has, especially the, when the defense is stingy. And that defense was like one of the stingiest in the yes. country. I, I saw some some stat where they have like this some you know defensive stat essentially saying like how many like points does your defense like pre- extra points prevented right. or something. And they were like first in the country that year. And then the next year they were way you know way right. way worse. So um, yeah, like for. for Northwestern this year though the question is is like how much more experience do they have from last year uh, obviously more but like are they going to be trending towards a 2020 year and I would say like I, I don't have as good enough feel but I don't get the sense I don't that, either that Northwestern feels that way well uh, so real quick just like just so here here's last year three and nine year before uh, seven and two is that abbreviated COVID season. Yeah. But seven and two, like you said, went to the Big Ten title game. Year before that, three and nine. Year before that, nine and five. Year before that, ten and three. Year before that, seven wins. Then ten wins. Then five wins. Then five wins. Like it's a, it's a very, it's a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, and you know, you bring up the whole fact that that this game or that Northwestern, it doesn't feel like they're trending towards now. They're on the uptick of that yeah. roller coaster. And I think the spread indicates that. I can't believe the spread. Now, Wait, is, it, is it 10 or is it 13? It's 13. 13. Right now, right it now. is 13. It's, that seems crazy to me. It seems crazy. but so, so the way I feel about this game, right, and, and we'll get to this in a little bit, like uh, – that gives me more confidence that yeah. the people who bet their money on it are giving us that many points. Yes. Because, you know, I think we are still living in the world of uh, scar tissue from last year's opening game against Illinois. Like, that's how that that is stuck in our thought process right now, where the people betting money on it are saying, give them 13. Well, and to, <laughs> to, to me, that strikes me as... It almost strikes me as a line that Vegas is 
begging you to bet Northwestern. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. such a big line, and people yeah. are, are like, 13 points? Yeah. You know, where, so they must feel confident in, in Nebraska on a variety of levels. Do you – I have two things with this. You, you bring up the Illinois game because it's amazing how similar the Illinois game is from last year and this Northwestern game is in terms of, like, the importance – that yeah. it feels like it's going to shape the season. But do we feel that way? Because I remember last year, you could argue that the way that game went at Illinois did shape the year. Yeah. But I remember coming on, and you and I were a little surprised at the rhetoric and the narratives coming out of that Illinois game, where it felt like people literally were, it, it was there it was a eulogy yeah. on the season. I remember yeah. Dirk Chatelain basically wrote a eulogy column on the Frost era. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and I guess yeah. to me I look at then how the season played out and Nebraska had numerous opportunities to undertaker, you know, rise from the dead and Michigan change State, Michigan, we would have been on a ch- or a even Oklahoma. Yeah. We had we had opportunities, but something about that game So do so it's Do you think the, uh, do you think it's a like so how much let me land the plane here. Like how much is riding on this game. Do you subscribe to the school of thought, as a lot of people do? Like, if Nebraska goes and loses this game, it is a disaster. Why do I not feel... I'm not... You're I'm right not, You're right, and not because it's a long... Like, I mean, really, like, the idea is, like, you can lose your first four and win. Like, it doesn't matter how you get to the, the wins you get. Um, I think we all... Here's where the problem is. Is we've yet to get three wins in a row which in is the amazing. Frost era. Yeah. And this would be the one, and then we'd have two, three going into Oklahoma, and then you're playing house money. Like when yes. you lay out the season, it doesn't work right if you don't win this game. Right. And to me, the the thing we've never had is momentum with wins. Like we've got the thing going where we're feeling good about ourselves. We've got confidence. Like we've been battling this, like we're losers and we need to find a way to win. Like if you can get three wins, you don't feel like a loser so much. Right. You know, I yeah. think that that's the thing our team has never gotten over is just the psychological, okay, we're on a winning streak. Right. And that is, I mean, it doesn't matter. You can win however, you, you know, it doesn't matter who you beat to get your wins in the end. But like, to me, it's like, you want to see the best path to like, you know, like it, it, it builds the momentum the best by doing I this. agree. I totally agree with that. And it's just, it's hard because on one hand, I agree with all that and I do kind of vibe with everybody when they say like, this game is huge, it's enormous for confidence from the fan base, vibe and climate around the program, confidence even within the, the locker room. I get all of that. The thing that's hard and why I think this game is a little different than last year's game. Last year's game, you had a ton of continuity on defense all coming back. You had a ton of continuity on offense all coming back. You were going to have a four-year starting quarterback. There was kind of no reason to be shitty in Champaign like they were last year. Yeah, for the first game. To me, in all reality, if Nebraska goes out and is kind of clunky in like the first half, it's like... Okay, five new coaches. I kind of think so. It's like all I, new players. Yeah, like you kind of go, okay, brand new offense. A, could be a like you know, there's so much new. Do, do you do you get what I'm saying? Where it's like yeah. it's more under like this loss is more understandable than the Illinois La- loss. Last year's loss was it was so atrocious the way it happened. Yes, too. like especially pen- Brett Bielema, first year head coach too yeah. for Illinois. Because last year it was penalties. It was Cam Taylor Britt fumble on the two. 
Right. Can't catch a punt. And then Martinez coughing it up with a minute to go in the first half for, for a, a scoop, scoop score. Six. That is what was. And, and then, you know, it felt like we couldn't recruit after that game. Like the fans take like, so this is a, a, it's a different game, different scenario. So you'd think it's different. My issue is this. My issue is that, like I said, the, it, it lends to the momentum. Oh, yeah. It also, like, there's a lot of eyes on this game. If Nebraska looks good, Nick, what do you think that does for recruiting in our national Like, things that kind of matter those, right now. You know a lot of those national writers that love every opportunity, the Pat Forties of the world, all this oh, stuff. God. They're going to be watching that game, and they are going to have Pat a Forty's shotgun. Got it, he's got it written already. He's, he's got, got it written. He's, he is Bradley <laughs> Cooper, American Sniper. He's got Frost in the scope, and he's just like... Lose the game, pulling the trigger. <laughs> like mean, that's pretty much what he he's is. He's got Fat Ford's got Desmond Ralph. He's like they call me the legend, and he just yeah, he's ready to shoot. Here we go. You he's just game. like he's ready to just. He's got Scott him. Frost. Like his that's the only target he's ever shot for target practice. It's just he can, but he can shoot right through target. Right, right so through he, Frost eyeballs. All those dudes are ready to just Dan Wolken, Pat Forty. All those guys oh, are yeah. ready to eviscerate Frost. Uh. Desmond so, Howard. Des, yeah, Desmond <laughs> Howard. Kick him out of the conference. God. Um, but I, I'm just trying. I'm, a part of me is kind of playing devil's advocate. Like, at the end of the day, I do think this game is enormous. But, it's enormous. But the reality is you can win later, too. You that, can I win. guess that's, what, that's where it's hard, where it's like, I know it's enormous, but at the same time, I watched last year, and I watched two to three opportunities in, in the next five games where the season could have kind of gotten changed and yeah. it just didn't happen. And you could say, well, that all goes back to the Illinois game. Whatever. I don't know. I The thing that's – this is almost the bizarro, the, the complete antithesis of the Oklahoma game, where it's like you talk about Oklahoma game is going to be house money to play with. This game is is the opposite in that, like, if Nebraska goes and plays well, I don't think people are necessarily going to be – there's a ton of gain from it's more there's more to lose in this game than there is to gain. That's, Does that make and sense? And that's the that's the trap though. When you feel like that, you can play tight. Yes. And we're dealing with the sort of like the thing hanging over everybody's head too a little bit is like all right, we're going to kind of re recheck Scott Frost in October, see how he's doing like Right. If he wins this game, I think he keeps his job no matter what. I mean cuz he's going to win 3 then. Right. I don't. I just don't see a scenario if he wins that first game that he's not coaching throughout the rest of the year. That, yeah. But if he loses it, then you got the the boo birds are coming out. The people that are going to write those articles. Oh yeah. They'll be written. Yes. And it puts pressure on Trev, and it puts pressure on you know everybody that like okay we we're we're playing tight again. You know, like every game is you know like yes. Versus if you win and you get three wins to start the year, it's like I think everybody goes. Okay, let's just go for it now. I, I totally agree. So I was kind of just playing devil's advocate there. There was parts of my argument I agreed with. There are parts that I don't no, agree but with it. But, but, but it's just... It's, it's so stupid to think the season's over if you lose the first... That's a dumb thought. It's even just like there's 11 I more of, games. Yeah, I, even though I'm thinking that... I know. It's not true, but like... But, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. it's really, really important. It's a dumb thought, but I kind of think we're all thinking it. I loved... Before we get to our official prediction for it, I loved Whipple's line in a press conference like we met with the media probably two to three weeks ago and his line he goes what I've been talking to the quarterbacks about is that first games of the season first games are lost more than they are won 
Yeah. And, and it's kind of true. That's last year. That is last year yes. through and through. Yes. If you think even... You even go, I think the Colorado game in year one was kind of more lost than Colorado won it, yep. you know? Yep. Uh, so to me, this is one of those games where I think if, if and it's challenging because it's a bunch of new, but if, if Nebraska goes and is just solid this weekend, they're just no no catastrophic where, you you know, you have a safety with Cam Taylor Britt last year. You have a fumble that's a score for a touch. You yeah. know, like those are those are catastrophic plays yeah. to you. Yeah. You don't have any of those. They're going to be okay. So my official prediction, Nebraska is going to beat Northwestern. I guess I didn't write down. Did you write down a score? I didn't write down a score. No. Uh, I, I, I the total even... was 49. I think game, I think this is going to be a low scoring. I, I don't envision, you know, Northwestern games are always like, we like our games nine to five. You know, like, we but, don't we don't even bring people that score. We only bring kickers. Our scoreboard until 1997 only got one digit on it. That's it. Actually, the way we've we've programmed our board, it's, it only goes up by three. So you really, if you score, it doesn't matter. It's going up three. Field goals, field goals, field goals. That's so... I don't have a score prediction, but I got Nebraska beating Northwestern. Let's I got see. Nebraska for the win. I I don't even want to. Th- I mean, oh god! If you you predict the you score out of the, for that I'd game, I'm, I'm out of the just room. so yeah. Don't you dare. Okay, game number two, North Dakota home opener, baby. North Dakota was five and six last year. They're an FCS team, so they're yeah. in the same same conference as like Indiana State and Western Illinois. Um, there could be some, maybe a little bit of a worry of like a. a an Ireland hangover, uh, you know, traveling back, depending on how that game goes. But we don't need to spend a lot of time in this game. First home game, crowd should be good. Nebraska is going to win the game. Yeah, we you got be, anything we should more be... that you want to add no, to that? I, I don't know anything about North Dakota other than that they're up north. North and, Dakota? Yeah, they. Uh, they uh, it doesn't matter. If you're playing FCS, it's, you should never even have to think about it. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to. Okay. So. Game three. Georgia Southern. Little info. Give me. You want a little info on Georgia I Southern? I would. I've, okay. I've... Um, Georgia Southern, Sun Belt Conference. They went three and nine last year. They fired their head coach. They hired Clay Helton. I remember that. Yeah. Um, they're making a big shift offensively. They were a traditionally. They were kind of a traditional option team to trying to be more balanced. They brought in Kyle Van Treese as a transfer quarterback, if that name sounds familiar. It's because he was the starting quarterback for Buffalo mm-hmm. last year. So, and Buffalo's pretty good. Van Treese got a little experience under his belt, but that team sucked last year. They were 115th in scoring offense, 101st in scoring defense, 110th in total defense. They gave up 442 yards a game on defense. I, I actually like that they are changing offenses and not changing to like a like oh. uh, now it's an easier it's an easier preparation to not have to practice against an option team. Totally agree. So I think we're I think I mean obviously I'll take us for the win, but these these games you know teams like Georgia Southern who sometimes will show up with like some athletes and like well like Troy and yeah one. Troy I mean they beat and that was go, more injured bunch that was the injured bunch experience that was, yeah, but yeah, it, was, it was bad bunch was of crunch. Bag. But yeah, I, I, I think that's plays to our favor. New coaches, new system. We should have an easy win there. Win, yeah, three and zero. Oh. Yep. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. 
by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. September 17th, 2022. Big noon kickoff <laughs> is going to be in the building. Don't make me predict this one right now. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. You know, big this, new kickoffs to be in the building. Oh, it is going to be my guy Rob Stone, who I've worked with at Fox, amazing human being. It's going to be Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, Urban Meyer there doing studio. On the call is going to be Gus Johnson. <laughs> You're Joel Klatt. Oh man! All on the call. Preseason top ten ranked team in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's going to be in the top 10 when they come to town because they play two cream puffs to start the year, UTEP and uh, Kent State to start the year. Biggest rival, obviously, for Nebraska is the Sooners. Sooners back in Lincoln for the first time since 2010. Last time these two teams played, it was in the Big 12 championship game. Lots of changes for Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley out. Brent Venables in. They lost both their stud quarterbacks, Oklahoma did, to the transfer portal. Plus, Oklahoma has endured a big roster transformation. 19 is the number of scholarship newcomers. 10 freshmen, 9 transfers. Reading up on them, they're all expected to contribute. Now, that sounds a lot like Nebraska, but I'm just bringing that up to point out Oklahoma. Uh, do you just want to go for it? Uh, I need you to. I, you I'm, want me to keep I'm going? Do you want me to go? I want you to tell me what you. Well, think. here's the problem: is I think right now we're at a seventh grade dance. You're nervous to get oh out on God. the floor and actually <laughs> dance with a girl. I'll go out there. I think Nebraska's going to win this game. Oh my God, you're going to do it to me. Oh, I think they're going to do it. And uh, I honestly, that's what I think. I too. honestly don't even feel terrible about it. I mean, we're such homers, though. Everything points to we shouldn't win that game. But right? hold on. Everything points to it. It does, but at the same time, at the same time, Nebraska literally crapped its pants, peed its <laughs> pants, threw up on itself for large chunks of that game in Norman, no, Oklahoma last year. No. And could have, and in some people's estimation, should have beaten Oklahoma. And I think Oklahoma's team last year is better than its team this year. Let me give you some other reasons why I think Nebraska is going to win this game. This is Brent Venable's first time as a head coach. Mm-hmm. He's th- The move from coordinator to head coach is the Grand Canyon. Yeah. There's some guys a la Pellini that make that transition and hit the ground smoothly. Other guys kind of don't. This is going to be his first legitimate real big game as a head coach, and it's on the road. You're not going to get tested against UTEP and Kent State. Memorial Stadium, I get chills thinking about it. Memorial Stadium is going to be on fire. If we beat Northwestern. Yes. 
But even even if they lose to Northwestern, they're still it's Oklahoma. It's still Oklahoma. It's still Oklahoma. But you know, if, you're going to get the guys come out get, there like hey, <laughs> the guys from like that are Billy Sims to do running back. Like, you no. can be the 110 year olds would be like, I got six days left on this earth. I can't walk, but I'm I will on. be in the stadium. I'm, I'm hung on just for this game, like, right here. They'll put people in on old on switch. It got them ready to go. You're like no. No, Bert, they don't. That young punk Switzer. <laughs> I hate his arrogance. Switzer thinks he's so damn cool, and he's not that cool. Tom <laughs> Osborne, now that's a cool cat right there. <laughs> those young punks. Rick <laughs> Burns is going to run all over those Rick guys. Rick Burns was tough. Oh, Rick, Rick Burns was tough to the mud. Uh, Jim Pillen going to recover another fumble. And run for governor. <laughs> that kid can be governor <laughs> someday. He's going to be the governor and recover a fumble. That young man is a class act. He could be governor someday. <laughs> it's like Mayor Goldie Wilson. Yeah, like, mayor. Mayor Jim Pillen. Mayor. I could be mayor someday. Okay. Anyways, Memorial State will be on fire for the game. Uh, big spot for Venables. The other thing, the quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, Central Florida transfer, yep. very talented player. But he it's an interesting moment for him. New system. New system. New coaches. New, new coaches. He's coming out. He broke his collarbone in the third game of last year, second or third game of last year. So he's coming off a broken collarbone. And his entire career at Central Florida, he's only played against four power conference teams. Georgia Tech, Stanford, Louisville, and Pitt. He's 2-2 two and two in those games. Coming off a broken collarbone, only faced four power five yep. teams. Brent Venables, first big game, first time head coach. I don't think Gabriel or Venables in their current roles have been in an environment like this. And so I... I, Nick, those are actually good. Those are like great arguments for, I would say here, here's the, my gut says yes. Like, I think we can win this, right? But if I'm looking at only facts, every, <laughs> my, my top facts 10, into this. every top 10 team that's come into us or we've gone and played that is, you know, on the national stage with the people coming oh, yeah. in the out, we've just done bad for 20 years. Like for 20 <laughs> years, it's been, that's our death warrant. But like, I still like my, I just can't go against us. I can't do it. So you're picking, I'm going to pick us. I, 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 I'm going to go illogical. It's illogical. Why I believe it. Your points are good, but still like all signs point to, you probably shouldn't make that. Pick. I mean, they're going to be preseason top 10 team. Yeah. That Nebraska is going to be an underdog. Like, like you said, like, 99% of people are going to pick Oklahoma to win that game. But to me, it's just not as – if you if you talk it out, it's not as crazy as it sounds to me. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going with – I'm saying Nebraska wins the game. And so I have Nebraska starting 4-0. and And Frost gets his first signature win. That's one thing that's crazy yeah. is Frost doesn't have – like what's his best win? Penn State in a COVID year? Yeah, it like I, it's he doesn't have a single. It's a lot of South Alabamas and Buffaloes and yeah, yeah. I mean that's why it's it's hard to make the pick for, but I just can't. I in this circumstance where Oklahoma's at, they seem ripe for the picking. That's what I think. Even though we've we've done so bad for twenty years on this kind of game, 
Other fun fact, real quick. Casey Thompson lit Oklahoma. Now, it's different. It's going to be a different system. Casey Thompson lost to Oklahoma last year, but Casey Thompson threw for like five touchdowns and, and his, was awesome. His dad's a, a Sooner. He's going to be – this is the game – for him, like this is the think, game that he was born to to rise to. The I just feel like Casey Thompson, when he gets under center and sees that maroon sooner looking at him, he's seen it. He knows it. Like he's not. There's not going to be like fuck. This is Oklahoma. There's not going to be that element of like. Ooh. He's like, not scared of Oklahoma because he's played him and he's done well in his day. Like he he's not scared, but the importance will be on him. Yes. He'll, It'll be so important to him to take it. I mean, this will be his Super Bowl of his life. Yeah, I think so. I think Casey plays well, but I think I honestly think a bigger part of why I'm picking Nebraska to win the game is more about Oklahoma maybe not being just, ready, not, yeah. not not totally being what they've been. But Oklahoma, the, the one thing, no matter the new system coaches, they got talent. They got freaky, freaky. They got lots dudes. of dudes that are really good. Yes. Um, and that, that's always, you know, if they if Look things go well for them, it's tough anyway. Okay, so both of us have, I mean, at this point, all the people that are like, wow, these guys, very the homers, objective. Yeah. No, okay. But just wait, okay? Game number five. Nebraska has a bye week. Then Indiana at home. A little bit on the Hoosiers. Two years ago, six and two, played in the Outback Bowl. Indiana was a disaster last year. Two and ten. Their only two wins were against Idaho and Western Kentucky. They finished the season losing eight in a row. In conference games, here was Indiana's points scored last year. This is in conference games. 6-0-15-7-35-7-3-14-7. 123rd in scoring offense. 124th in total offense. Uh, they were... Turnover fest galore. They finished almost dead last in turnover margin yeah. in all of college football. Now, they fired their offensive coordinator. They have a new one. But the Hoosiers have issues. Something to keep in mind that's always like Indiana plays at Cincinnati the week before they come to Lincoln. You kind of never know. Though, like Maybe they go and upset Cincinnati and they're feeling yeah. good about themselves. Maybe Cincinnati, you know. But they're also going to spend, spend a lot of time and effort on Cincinnati. On Cincinnati. That's true. So... Just something to always think about what's going on. Nebraska yeah. coming off a bye, Indiana playing Cincinnati. Uh, I Prediction, I got Nebraska winning the game. So my hunch is that if I, we're going to give Nebraska the Oklahoma, which I, I my gut says just do it, even if I'm a little bit of a homer, just do it. But I, I feel a letdown following that. But I also don't – I want to give it to the Indiana. I'm not going to do it because it's following – got a bye week following it, and Indiana's got issues – um, and we're at home. So I'm going to actually give them the win here. Uh, but just, I mean, I don't want to give away my next answer. Uh, but, okay, oh. well then let's get to it because it sounds like you and I are on the same page. Game number six at Rutgers. Rutgers won five games last year, didn't have any major no notable wins. Vedral is back at quarterback, but reading some stuff, they have another quarterback, Gavin Wimsett, that's mm -hmm. made some buzz in the spring. Greg Schiano made a lot of changes on defense. They have a new defensive coordinator, new linebackers coach, new D-line coach, new cornerbacks coach, and new safeties coach. Tons of change. There isn't anything with this Rutgers team that on paper spooks you other than Aaron Cruikshank. They have a great return man. Yeah, he housed one a couple of years ago. Two against, times against Two us. times against, against Once Denver. he was playing for Wisconsin, I believe. Is right? that right? I thought, right? So Maybe that's he, right. Wasn't he Wisconsin and Rutgers, Maybe. I thought. I just know. I know he housed one against Nebraska was, in the COVID yeah, year. Yeah, I thought it was – 
Because no, he was COVID. Then he went to Wisconsin. Is that what he did? And then he housed it again. So there you go. Yeah. But it sounds like you're with me. This this game feels like a loss. It just it is Friday night, short week. First true road game, by the that, way. That's and Shiano is and she, a good coach. You, I mean, literally, it's like we are too much of the same human being. We are, we are. But I think I'm giving like uh, I think you're thinking along the same line of like, if I'm going to give us Oklahoma, there's got to be a game where you go. I didn't expect yes. that necessarily. Yes. And to me, most seasons have that kind of clunker game you didn't necessarily circle on the schedule where you got there and you middle and of the year you're flat. You just get flat one week, short uh, week, first yeah. road game. Shiano's teams are like he's he's a pretty tough coach. I think Nebraska loses this game. I'd agree with that one. I think that's I needed a letdown, and I just I didn't feel good giving it to the Indiana. I just don't being yeah. at home after a bye week. We sh- we should be. Fresh enough to win that game. I cannot believe, boy, if this we're we're a riveting It'll, duo here. We have the exact same record. Things so will far. change. Things okay. will change. Here. All right, here we go. All right, that's it for part one. Make sure you go check out part two of the 2022 Husker football season preview. Part two, we predict the last six games on the schedule and then get in some other things as well. Really fun stuff. So thanks for listening to part one. Now make sure you go check out part two of the 2022 Husker Football Season Preview Podcast. A Huda Media Production.